Hello and welcome everyone to Billion Mile Podcast. Um, today, I want to just first thanks uh, Demium for giving the chance again for, um, you know, like just to have this little space. Um, also, the people who is right now over here uh, taking your time because I know everybody's busy. It's not, it's Thursday, it's not Friday, but even though, you know, uh, as an entrepreneur, everyone is, is quite busy. So I just want to thank uh, everyone who is uh, here right now. And also, today is kind of special. It's kind of like the past time I kind of did, as you can see, this is a podcast that started just as being like has a remotely. And then I just have this crazy idea, why can I not do this on live? And then the first time I just did with, with Ivan and it kind of went well. And then this time the dynamic is gonna be quite the same. I'm gonna ask uh, the person, uh, quite a few questions and then the next one is going to be just um, a Q&A like the, I want the public to also participate so let's see how it's going so today I have the pleasure to introduce uh, Nacho from Conte how are you Nacho? I'm good I'm good man I, um, first of all thank you so much for having me here <laughs> uh, actually I gotta say that this is my first podcast so it feels like losing virginity again <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just thank you so much for having me. Yeah, that, that's amazing. So, uh, to everybody who might don't know you, can you just please introduce yourself and what you do? Uh, okay, so as I said before, uh, I'm Nacho, I'm the CEO of Cronte. Uh, I'm 25 years old. Uh, this I'm first time founder. Okay, so may you may feel um, you know a bit like similar to me. Feeling the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that was good. Um, so basically, what we do is with a Shopify for esports tournaments. So with our platform, we're letting anyone to create amateur and professional leagues and also tournaments uh, in the esports field. So right now, we're just working uh, with Call of Duty, just one game. Uh, but we just uh, raised uh, our seed, our seed round. It was 500k, uh, a million two hundred k in total in these two years. Yes, uh, baby. But yeah, yeah, going uh, good. Uh, <laughs> going good. <laughs> so, uh, this is really nice because I have seen, you know, when we started here in the uh, in Demium, I saw. Uh, I'm gonna just tell a bit my story the first time when I saw you, the, because I started last year. And the first time I saw you was from the screen, and I saw this like this very powerful man who is like, yeah, you know, I just did it in this way, and you know, like it was like very fast, like bam, 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 and like back then it was has a, once again, it was my first time being an entrepreneur. I was uh, just to see how uh, productive was this person and everyone uh, uh, that I was meeting. Uh, it just inspired him so much to become a. a to try to improve my productivity. That was one of the main things that I, that I wanted to do. What I, I, what I got crazy about you was the way when you say in that meeting was kind of like, yeah, um, I call around 100 uh, contacts every day, especially investors, I don't care, like around 100. I was like, how can you actually contact 100 people uh, a day? We're talking about 1,000 people in 10 days. So let's just just to put you in numbers. I, I barely talk to five people every day because I make a long conversation. As you can see, I talk a lot. So, uh, <laughs> which brings me to my next question. So, how do you schedule yourself, uh, not only personal but uh, in your startup? Wow. Uh, so this is I think that this is a really smart question because uh, first of all we all get this knowledge, you know, of um, okay you have. 
urgent things, you have important things, and then less important things, okay? So one of the things that I experienced myself is when you go through time, the urgent things list becomes a whole day, and then two whole days, and then a whole week. Uh, so basically, uh, what I do is I sit down every morning, I see all the things that I have to do, and I say, okay, what does it have to be done today, okay? And then I, I like to explain like in a sentence that may be a little yeah. bit wrong, okay? But I'm gonna explain myself. So Absolutely. if you can leave something for tomorrow, leave it for tomorrow, okay? So then I said this before once in a, in a conference and a guy said, oh, that's telling a lot about the entrepreneur mindset and stuff. But if you really can leave it for tomorrow, then it means that it's not that important, you know? So I, I, I wake up every day and see, I see all the things that it, it has to be done. Yeah. And then I say, okay, I have to do this today, I have to do this today, I have to do this today, and then I leave all the stuff uh, yeah. for tomorrow. Okay. So literally and the word is like the most, because yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And then everything and, is, yeah. is actually important, but what is really important is what it has today. to be done today. Yeah, yeah, because then tomorrow, if I don't do it today, then I have a problem, you know? So for me, it's really important uh, because, and then doing, also doing that, I find myself working 12 hours a day now. It was not before, but now, yes. In, in the beginning, you don't need to work 12, 13, 14 hours a day. I think that's like a kind of a cliche, you know, for, for entrepreneurs. But now I find myself that now I need to delegate. Yeah. If I don't delegate, then I'm going to be working 24 hours a day, which, okay. is, which is not healthy at all. Yeah, so you, you, you talk about delegate, right? So, you know, when you have already, nowadays it's an organization what you have, and then, it, you know, how it is like the decision making, how do you prioritize this in terms of every single department that you are having right now? Um, I, have, I came across this concept called, uh, called decision fatigue. Decision fatigue is like, you know, when you are an entrepreneur, I, I guess everyone had, it, it has happened uh, to any of you. That, you know, there is so many things that you have to do when you are an entrepreneur. And even in your personal lives, and on top of that, you have to even balance uh, 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 that, you know? And then, you know, so many questions, so many things. How can you prioritize when you're, you know, like, okay, how can I actually give, uh, delegate something that, uh, that it also has to be prioritized for this person? How can you inspire this person in order to, make the job that they have to do happen, you know, because how to keep them inspired. I think this is also the, a, a challenge to keep productivity. Yeah, for, for me, I think it's based on the impact, actually. So we base our decisions always based on the data, always, because we as entrepreneurs, we have intuition, which is really important, but all the decisions that we take is based on the data, the data and the impact that is going to happen in our company. So basically, when you say about delegation, uh, something that I, th I believe we do really good in our company, it's uh, everybody understands that they have a really strong position in the company. But how how you get there? <laughs> wow, that's, that's, that's it's about, an everyday job. Yeah, but man, that, that's all about um, culture. So, yeah, you, culture. so you, gotta, you gotta build a nice culture in your company. Now we have uh, a coach, a performance coach that has Two, uh, two sessions a month with every employee. Uh, we're giving them 50 euros a month to pay uh, gym and to pay video games. Then they have a thousand uh, budget to go and, and spend it on, on, on knowledge, you know, books yeah. and courses and everything. So basically you, you just gotta make this, this culture where everybody feels implicated in the company and everything, everybody's happy. We had, I had yesterday a call with, uh, with one of our team members from the marketing side 
it was like 11, 11 p.m. And he was like thinking about many stuff, you know. And sometimes I have to tell them, hey, stop working. Because I'm yeah. like, yeah, like, a problem. So literally, <laughs> literally, like, you, you, everybody who is involved in your project, it's, it's people who actually care. It's not only like people who just want to yeah. come across and do some hours. This is like the, the, the culture on, in a startup company. It's like people have to care and people have to own it. To yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the department itself, you know, and they have to be aligned in the, yeah, yeah. on the vision that, yeah. that, that this is what you are. You're, so, reaching the high performance to each individual of in your company, and how do you keep them inspired all the time? I mean, continually, because I I know you. Like in two years, you have you guys, you have raised like a, a really nice amount of money, yeah. and. I met uh, some of your teammates and some of them like these people are like really cool people mm -hmm. and everything so I know everything comes across into culture but uh, is there any other secrets that you, you can share with the audience? For the high performance? You yeah. Know? Wow, I think that uh, for me the key is emotional intelligence always. You know, and one of my purpose for coming here and talking to you was to make all of this experience a little bit more human, okay? Because normally we feel like we're fucking machines, okay? But we're not, we're just persons. And we go through uh, many, many hard times, really, really hard times as an entrepreneur. So for me personally, it's my team, okay? And that's related with the, with the delegation, okay? Absolutely. So then building this, this culture lets you mentally give like all of it, delegation, yeah. all the tasks to that person because you really trust them, you know. So for the high performance, I believe it's uh, it's all about emotional intelligence. It's how you talk to yourself and how able you are to manage your emotions. Because when it, and it, and it's, it's gonna happen every day, guys. Like even after two days, I think like actually now it's getting harder than it was before. And before I was like, man, I don't know how how the fuck I'm gonna do this, but I know I will do it, you know. Yeah. So. Through, through time, you understand that it's not going to get easier, ever, you know. And we, I, I believe that all of us here in the room, we're so lucky because we're now in a position where I feel now I can go through anything in my life, in my personal life, because I've put myself in a situation as an entrepreneur that has given me the experience to deal with my emotions, you know. Absolutely. And that, that's something that we really try to teach uh, the other members of our company, yeah. you know, because they have a lot of pressure also. We, we even have people from uh, from Switzerland coming, you know, and, and they're like so stressed about, oh my God, I'm gonna yeah. work in a startup, I'm gonna, but you gotta feel that you're, you are really a startup, you know, and it's all about mental stuff. Yeah. And actually I saw that uh, through talking to investors, you know, as we said before, I talked to more than 1000 investors, maybe 2000 in these past two years. And I'm so curious that I, I always ask them, hey, how do you do this, you know? And they always say the same, you know, it's, a, it's all about uh, yeah. listening to yourself and the way you're feeling. If you need to rest a couple of days, then you do it, you know. But once you have that team, you, you really feel that you have a strong team when you cannot attend a meeting and it goes even better than if you were there, you know. So that, that's when you have the feeling that, oh man, I have a good team, you know. So you build a core and right now, and this is stage for you guys, you gotta build that four, five, six persons, you know, that is the core of the company. That you know, if you need to take two days, guys, I need two days off. Otherwise, I'm gonna burn out. Then nothing happens, you know? And normally nothing happens. Because we struggle so much, yeah. or what is gonna happen if I don't send this email, if I don't take this call, if I don't. I've done that like 
in these past two years, like a lot. Not yeah. attending calls because I cannot, but then people understand in this high performance ecosystem, yeah. that's something that happens, you know? So uh, you, you are mentioning about burning out and it, it, it just, I, it came to me some, for, for something personal because I'm a workaholic. I work, I can work, I don't know. I, uh, I wake up every day from half five and I go to sleep at half 11 with the phone on my face, looking, you know, scrolling, look, learning something about my company. So about a specific sector that I have to do it tomorrow. And I'm still living it. I'm not saying, I'm, because, you know, we are in this process, everybody. Uh, nobody's perfect, you know? And uh, so you were, saying, you were saying something about burning out and it had to happen to me because I'm, um, I'm, I'm crazy working and I like to, you know, bring value all the time. And this is a question that I, I ask myself every day. But um, I tend to, you know, it, 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 it tend to me like to, to burn out myself in terms of, oh my God, uh, I put so many tasks that uh, to myself, or I put so many pressure because I have so much expectation mm. for myself to reach the goal that I want, that sometimes uh, if I don't get it, I just get really frustrated. And I guess, for example, when they told me here in the program that I have six months in order to, to get, to raise the money, I told my, my business partner, uh, 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 Clara, I told her, we will do it in three months. <laughs> <laughs> we did it in four, but uh, it was, but uh, we, we, we didn't celebrate. Right, you did And how, how do you, do you celebrate when do like, or do you every just, day. nowadays, every day? Every day, every day, yeah. Uh, and I think that's really related to the burnout, okay? So um, I want to talk a little bit right now about passion, okay? Because yeah. I think that's a huge word, but I live that every single day, you know? And, and I want to explain myself. So you guys burn out when you don't take time to celebrate what you guys are doing, okay? So I'm not passionate about feeling, feeling an Excel. I'm not passionate about having five calls, 10 calls, 30 calls a day. I'm not passionate about doing a business plan and I'm not going to be passionate about it ever, you know, but I found my passion once I stopped working. Once I stopped working, I go with my family, I go with my friends, I come here and then I say, oh, now I feel it, you know, because I did all of these things. Now I'm one step closer to, yeah. my, to my goals, you know, to my company goals and to the goals of my whole team. So I think that, that normally we, we struggle so much, you know, with the, you got to have so much passion in your life or everything that you do. Me, myself, and it's just my opinion, I find it when I stop working, you know. I'm, I don't feel passionate about business plans and, yeah. and data rooms and stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I got it because I have like, myself is like, I have so much hunger of uh, learning, you know, like very deep down and trying, you know, like, uh, sometimes I try, I tend to go like really far to the future. Yeah. Uh, my business partner, my other founders have to just bring me back. You know? I'm, a, I'm a dreamer person, so uh, <laughs> this, yeah, this is a crazy personal thing that I have. So uh, as you know, this is a, a productivity podcast. Uh, can you just recommend any like productivity tool that you're using personally? I don't know, in terms of maybe, um, I don't know, like talking people, maybe automation, you know, we are in a tech world. 
I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> huh? Sorry? I Just do not, I, no, no, no. And I mean, I don't use personally like any tool. But in the company, of course, we use, uh, we use Miro, we use uh, Notion, I think yeah. you guys know. We use a bunch of platforms actually. Yeah. Jira for like the tech sprints and everything. Yeah. And for, um, for yourself, what, what's the one that you say, oh my God, this is the one of my favorite ones? Doesn't have to be sexual, you know? Yeah. <laughs> could be, it could be sexual. In the future. It could be in the future, maybe. Uh, no, I use, I use Notion a lot. Uh, also for Notion. some personal stuff, Notion. Yeah, uh, yeah but I think, I mean, I try not to have many, many platforms, me, myself. Yeah. Uh, because then I, I, I struggle a lot. Then I don't know yeah. where, where I'm keeping everything, you know? So rather, I mean, I, have, I use Drive, but not that much. But just yeah. for me, it's Notion. Notion is amazing. That, 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 that's really good. I, I also use Notion, but uh, it took me a while to actually learn it because it's a, it's a really <laughs> powerful tool. Like, it's really easy, but uh, it takes time to actually learn because when you, you are so used to another type of uh, a tool, so it's kind of hard, especially because you can scale up with that tool. It's a productivity tool that you can do any template. So this is amazing. But right now, for example, my company is actually migrating to, to Microsoft. So it's kind of like ah, crazy, crazy <laughs> because amazing. I don't even know how to just anymore because I'm so used to and just habits. And this is this is something that entrepreneurs have to do every day. You need to you need to learn and you need to unlearn things. You know, so I need to unlearn some other things, leave behind some other things to start learning this other tool that will be better when we start scaling up the company. Uh, another question I wanted to ask you in terms of uh, what's your favorite book or podcast or something that you might be listening a part of Billion Miles? Billion Miles. <laughs> Now, about a book, I would say an, a useful one for you guys, Running Lean from Ash. Running Lean, it's, uh, it's, it's like the ABC of the startups based on the, on the product. The thing is, you guys are not going to be able to hire a product person in probably two years. Uh, we, we just hired a, a CPO now, you know, uh, but Running, Running Lean is going to give you guys the knowledge. Where, so so this, this investor of mine, Albert Armengol from Dr. Alia, he said, you gotta, you gotta read this book, you know, he's, he's a freak like me. Mm. And uh, then once you read it, you realize that if you don't have that knowledge, you cannot even compete, you know? So for me, like reading is really important. And that's like the ABC of all the startups in Silicon Valley, you yeah. know? So once you read the, that book, then you start competing. Then you start that's having a chance of doing yeah. something. So uh, for me, I just, I just listened to this guy. Uh, he shared with me like many, many, many books. Uh, but for me, I think that's the one that, that's really important. Also for the mental stuff, uh, I use a lot Mind Valley from Vishal Akiani. Mind Valley is also amazing. You get like this pillars, you know, this, this knowledge yeah. like 20, yeah. 30 minutes a day. Mm, And that, that's really good. That's also like for managing mental stuff. That, that's really good. So any advice that you would give to, to either new entrepreneurs or in general, in terms of whatever wrap up that, that we have been talking? Yeah, um, I would say guys, spend more time together. Spend time with your founders, okay? Uh, we, we've been two days in, in this in Figma, in this uh, Congress. And yesterday I went with my co-founders and a team member to my, to my founder, my CMO house. And we ended up just watching Super Bowl and taking beers and pizza. And then I was, I was driving back home and, and I was like listening to this super chill music, you know, and I was, man, tomorrow I'm gonna wake up earlier just for them, you know? My CMO, just, he's just a dad, he got two twins. 
yeah. like um, and it, it's amazing because once you spend time together as a full remote company uh, which will happen to you guys 100% uh, then you just start feeling that that personal boundaries you know that the personal connection uh, with your whole team members actually we try to see each other as much uh, once every two weeks the whole company we do a, a physic uh, dynamic with our coach and every time we spend time together a whole day uh, then you go back but with your team now we're just entrepreneurs with your team just your team not other people because i bring i bring yeah. to some drinks and beers here in the in the office i bring some people from my team but you don't feel the same once you leave you know yeah. um so for me i wake up every day for my team because we have people that they, they drop out of college they're working for us as an engineers uh, we have people that struggle with anxiety now the coach has helped them uh, you know go through all of that and then you create when you help and you give you give you give without expecting anything back that's the time when you get back people working in the night people like people really feel when you create that 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 connection they feel they're part of the company and they feel that you take care of them you know but also it's a way of taking care of yourself it feels amazing to, to just yeah. you go back man i went back yesterday and i said yeah shit this team is is crazy good you know, I said, it's people so it's people happy. that is on your shoulders you know like you sleep that's a big responsibility <laughs> yeah. like it's some people doesn't care but uh, I, I personally, I, sometimes I, I, I almost don't sleep because nowadays, you know, in the company, we don't, like, it's a, it's a family rather than anything. And then you just work so hard because you want everything to work out. Because not only because it's your project, it's because you also have people who are, are expecting, because at the beginning, we, you are just, we are not paying them, oh my God, I'm paying you a lot of money at the beginning or something like that, especially the people who are doing onboarding at the beginning. Um, they just work with you because they believe and, and the vision that you're selling and things like that. So this is like very powerful. Yeah, it's, it's really important. It's, uh, you, you just create this company <clears throat> because I know that the time I'm going to fail, that I will, yeah. uh, they're going to be uh, holding me back. Absolutely, and, absolutely. And that's the most important thing for me. Yeah. I, I agree. Well, guys, uh, as I say before, I, I was going to ask him some few questions and if you are not sh are shy, and I would love you, uh, I don't know, any question that you would like to ask this gentleman, I would appreciate that. My uh, assistant down there who, who, has, the, <laughs> who has the microphone, I, I'll give you a coffee later to, <laughs> no, come on, guys. to that. Anyone who wants to ask any question and, and to share some, any thought, uh, I would appreciate yeah, that. I, I would say something just open up yourself a little bit okay and just just okay, ask okay, anything like here, random like per personally you know just open up yourself yeah a bit. thanks very much look our, our beautiful mother down here you see like <laughs> 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 thanks very much yeah yeah it, it, uh, is it uh, recording yeah awesome okay so it's very simple uh, how do you set your strategy from five years to now wow i don't like for real oh, like for three years i don't know your strategy uh, strategy or on your company yeah the thing is uh, as a ceo you always have to to think like in the future you know but you always have to have your feet in the ground yeah which is the most the, the most difficult thing uh for me i think is uh, as a ceo i have i have a lot of intuition uh, so i kind of feel uh where the market would be uh, and where is it gonna go uh, but I, I always try to get data as I said before, so basically, 
if I have a runway of, uh, I don't know, a year and a half, or like a year or like six months, uh, then I say, uh, okay, what, where do I want the company to be in one year, in two years, okay? Then, because something that, that we struggle a lot and that, that I think that we do wrong is we raise capital and then with the money that we have, then we build a plan. Okay, so then we say, okay, I need uh, 100K uh, for just going here, you know? What we do is we do reverse. Uh, so we say, okay, where, where do we want to be at by the end of the year? And then if we need money to go to that point, to that point then we raise capital, you know? Um, but basically, we just, uh, communication is key between your founders. And also as a CEO, you got to have that intuition and that vision or, or where do we want to be? Be ambitious, of course. Uh, but it just happen, it happens kind of naturally, you know, because uh, as a CEO, you're, you're going to fly always, as you said, as you said, or not CEO, but entrepreneur, you know, but you got to build a team where you have people that pushes you down and then just you set up the vision for a year and a half, for example, and then you start taking it back. You know, OK, if I want to be here in the next two years, where do I have to be in one year? Where do I have to be in six months? Where do I have to be tomorrow? You know, so basically we do something like that. Beautiful assistant. Thanks very much. I, I I will definitely support some like music, some music you know, <laughs> on between to to add on the phone waiting for something. <laughs> nice. No, 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 a sexy song, a, a nice song, a productive song. Okay. Okay. So, so you mentioned that you have kind of a performance coach in your team. I think this is not common. Can you expand a little bit about the story of? this performance coach, how you realize you need one in your team? That, that's so nice because uh, in Miami we did this huge circle and then when I set up with the coach, everybody said, fuck, I need one, you know? Yeah. So that's not, that's something that is not common, not even in companies and startups that are in like series A, series B. The thing is, uh, I'm so aware, I'm, I've been awake, like mentally awake through like many years. And uh, I met this girl, uh, she's Pilar Carrasco, uh, through a leadership program when I was probably 16 or 17, something like that. And then uh, the first year in Cronte, we won the Techna Summit for going to the Startup World Cup in Silicon Valley. That is gonna be in November, little spoiler. And um, then I called her and I said, hey, I can't do this. You know, as I see, when I started, I was, I was uh, 22 to be 23. Uh, my co-founders, uh, he was 35. 31, Raul, and then my other co-founder, he was 35. And then they said, okay, you're the CEO. So I called her and I said, I can't do this. You know, like I'm going to fucking Silicon Valley to represent my country, I can't do this. You know, I need a course because she, she, she has been a coach for many, many years. Um, and then she said, I think that you, you need a coach actually. So what happened is after six months with her, uh, we looked back and then we saw all the, the, the leadership, the communication, everything improved so much. So then I went to my, to my founders and I say, hey, I think this is really valuable for you guys. So then they were accepted at first, like, is this like a psychologist? Is this like yeah. that? And then they, they, they changed so much after three, four months with them. Uh, for me, it's so important. Uh, and then we put it uh, for the whole team. We said, we can't keep this for just ourselves. Yeah. Let, let's put it, and, and we pay it as a company. Of course, they don't pay anything. Uh, but the thing is, the company these past six months has been rocking because of the improvement that the whole team members have done personally, you know. And now I can say that through my experience, 
a company, a startup grows in, in, in order, uh, you know, like the, the way that the founders and the whole team grows is going gonna, is gonna, is gonna to make the whole path of the company. So you feel that a company is growing if the whole team members are growing also. Is it just about performance or is it also about emotional intelligence? It's, it's emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is, is performance. So it's not just communication, but it's understanding how you are dealing every single day with your emotions, how to deal with them. Basically, emotional intelligence is if I, okay, I feel I'm, I'm fear right now. I'm happy. I'm why, you know? So your emotions tells you every single time uh, the, the way you feel, you know? So just being, being aware of that gives you the power to change it. So also it's just techniques about, you know, uh, depression or burnout or anxiety and all of that. Yeah, it's really interesting. I really recommend it to you guys. Now in Miami, when, once yeah. I said now, they're getting that path too, so. Yeah, absolutely. In the last episode, we actually have a, a, a coach, by the way, where uh, he didn't define himself as a coach. So he was mean more like, a, yeah, I'm just a friend who could just, uh, you know, he, um, he, he stick in my, in my brain when he mentioned, he's like, you know, we are in this little box, uh, that is our world, you know? But uh, sometimes we don't, we don't look outside of the box to even look at ourselves, you know? So yeah. Sometimes you need to, this is what the coach sometimes does, that he's outside your box and say, hey, I can see around what's the story, because yeah. sometimes for us, it's even hard to actually understand that part. Um, and I say we all, we all suffer. It's not even a suffering or a problem, but firstly to accept it, and it's actually very brave yeah, from yeah, you to yeah. say, "Yeah, I actually need a coach," because everyone thinks that a coach is like, "Yeah, I'm crazy," or "I'm," and you know, the first thing is like, "I'm not <laughs> stupid, man." You know, <laughs> you don't have to be. You just it's, it's self love. Yeah, right? exactly. For me, it's self love. Yeah, yeah I want to be. So you ask, how do you become a high performance uh, professional? It's not the way you work, it's, it's, it's all about yourself. A high performance is a word that means yourself, yeah. you know? Uh, so for me, that, that's really important, man. And, and you don't have to be brave to, to say, hey, I, I need a coach. It's just, for me, it's self-love, yeah. just self-love. You know? Is there anybody who wants to ask uh, another question? Come on, go, go. Just the last question to wrap up. The last question to wrap up, yeah, yeah. What is that advice that gives you your self or your, uh, the past self? Your past self. What is the advice, yeah, for you? Wow, for your past self, for the old natural, old, the yeah. young, the young, this is, uh, the young, the, the young, the still young. I'm a kid. as a entrepreneur, as a entrepreneur, one year entrepreneur is like ten years or something. Like that. <laughs> I, I would, I would say two. Uh, the first one, uh, don't overthink too much. Because uh, we build these these images in your head, you know what's gonna happen. What is so right now when something goes wrong, I say I'm gonna be laughing at this in two months. Yeah. That, that's the way I approach it. Yeah. So I wish I could have done it before. And the second one and the most important one, have fun. Because yeah. uh, you we never know tomorrow or in, in two months my company go can can we we can shut down the company and just have fun. You know you guys don't know. How long is gonna take this? Is gonna be this experience that you guys are living, you know? Um, so just have fun. Yeah, it, it's fine, you know. You, you guys are over the three percent of the population, just just for the way you guys are thinking, because you guys are here. 
you know. So just start realizing that and, and just have fun, I would say that. Yeah, that was uh, really nice, <laughs> I have to say, because, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, well, guys, I'm just wrapping up right here, right now. I want to thank everybody to participate today in this uh, fun chat, um, uh, productive, um, whatever I'm going to call it later. <laughs> yeah, I never know how to end this, this, uh, this uh, podcast, but... Uh, yeah, once again, see you later, alligators. See you in a while, Cocodoral. <laughs> see you, brother. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, guys.